0: Yeah, Lord Voldemort, very, very into interior decorating. Um, yeah, I think I saw him on the IKEA.
1: <music> I'm still really confused. How do you know? She, she told me she loves me, but me. I- Ho ho ho! Ho 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 ho! This is the Doom to Fail podcast. Uh, my name is Tim Dobbs, and over there is Catherine Kogert. Hey. Over there. Uh, how is it over there?
0: It's um. It's warm.
1: Are you uh really warm, huh?
0: Yeah, I turned on the heater.
1: So. Oh, God! Isn't isn't our technological world amazing? You know, if we were doing this podcast <laughs> millions of years ago, it would be only warm if the sun was out or we had built a fire.
0: I'm not sure it would be a podcast then it would just be two people talking <laughs> same
1: difference. We would invite people to come listen,
0: yeah, okay, so it would be like a fireside chat.
1: man, I wish I had a you know we have a fireplace up here doesn't make any sense San Francisco fireplace, but we have one, so i think I think i'll I'll record near near the fireplace at some point It makes
0: more sense than Visalia having a fireplace
1: uh no, it gets colder in Visalia. This is the Doom to Fail weather report. In the Central Valley, there's a greater temperature swing because it's not near the water. San Francisco's temperatures are so consistent because they are surrounded by water.
0: But I mean fire and fog. I would like some fire when it's foggy out.
1: Now, Fire and fog, that sounds like a fantasy uh, mass market paperback I would read. We might have gotten off track before we started. We're talking about Ikea today, and it's, it's, th- do you think this is interesting? I know, I know we're on like a real run of things Catherine doesn't think is interesting, but come on, <laughs> these people are crazy. Like, okay,
0: so I want to make an admission. I've never been to an Ikea.
1: I've only been to one, once.
0: Ikea is strictly banned in my household <laughs> and my mother's household.
1: That's fair. Your, your mom has an eye for style, right? She's uh, oh, yes. yeah, Oh yes. So I think that's uh, probably a smart move on her part. Because IKEA really services those who just c- can't be bothered with design and style. It's yeah. just I just need something that works.
0: Kind of like the next topic we're gonna do. This is interesting. Okay, no, go keep going. I've got all I've got all the time in the
1: world. You want to tell me about it? Uh,
0: well, I mean the next episode we're going to do. Let's announce it right now. Is stock photos. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And that's also, like, created for people who, like, I can't be bothered to create something myself or try and think critically about what sort of art needs to go here. I just need a picture.
1: Well, I'm I'm willing to run this episode right off the rails right now because I think that's really interesting um, because that's what a business is, right? It's just, hey, you know what? I need some money to do so I can pay for all the things I don't want to do. So I'm going to do this one thing that I can do and have other people pay me, you know? Yeah, um, and and the way that we talk about it with things like IKEA and stock photos as creatively bankrupt suggests. I think maybe. Do you think maybe we're in a place where, well, you know, we're not starving, and so we put all this emphasis on like, oh, just do everything yourself. Like, do you think that's? I don't talk like that, but no, um, don't. but but you know what I mean. Do, do you see what I'm getting at? Like, are are we are we? undervaluing these services these creatively Wait. bankrupt services
0: hold up i'm i am unclear here who's saying just do it yourself we as the pretentious 20 year olds are saying just do it yourself and don't rely on I- ikea and correct stock photos pe-
1: okay. pe- people who uh who value that sort of thing
0: okay um yeah i mean well let's leave it let's leave
1: it as a hanging thread that's that's okay i think that's an interesting little thread
0: hanging thread that we try and discover
1: I don't know. It might just be our lives. So, but okay. So you haven't been to one. What's your, what are your impressions of Ikea?
0: Um. Terrible,
1: right? Because if you I
0: imagine it a lot like, like a cleaner Costco.
1: Oh, but it's so much more than that.
0: Because they also have like the food stand, right? Like I know, uh, I know of the food area that they have like right out in front.
1: Yeah. Apparently that's like. So, so I I did some reading because I was very suspicious about this food stand thing because it's like there's no way that's what like Swedish food is. And from, you know, my my cursory reading of it, that is what Swedish food is. <laughs> it's lingonberry jam, Swedish meatballs, gravy. Uh the sorts of things you would eat but if you were very fish. cold. Which was uh,
0: a lot of fish in Sweden. Like uh, a lot of fish. Well,
1: they do have fish, but it's more like um uh Fish sticks.
0: Okay, it's no.
1: Because what they sell, they sell like uh, quote uh, uh, traditional Swedish food, and then also sort of like American food stand food. At least yeah. at the the one IKEA I've been to. Okay,
0: okay. Well, I, they're supposed to be representative, right? I
1: mean, yeah. No, I mean they give you what what you want. Although, so this is interesting. Is that? Uh, I think they they come up with the 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 biggest crowd pleasers they possibly can. I have this. Where's this on my uh, horrifying ikea effects sheet um.
0: <laughs> that's never going to get old <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know i don't i don't know the actual number written down but basically 95 uh or in all their stores worldwide 95% of the products are the same because they need to do economies of scale to create cheap furniture so everything that, needs to just be pretty much the same thing
0: is that especially high for a chain i don't um, really have a concept of that cuz well, i mean let, let me let me let me
1: talk to you about uh, McDonald's, for instance. Now, McDonald's country to country varies drastically. You know, the branding is all the same, but the products can be extremely, extremely different. Even even not even country to country. I think like there are places like sweet tea, for instance, big big in the southeast United States. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I don't think I've seen sweet tea in a different McDonald's, just you know, like nest tea, but not not sweet tea as a southerner would want.
0: Oh, I saw it in uh, downtown Seattle, McDonald's, right by the Seattle Center.
1: Oh, maybe it's new. I've been there
0: for a long time.
1: How uh, Do you do? You frequent that McDonald's often?
0: No, I mean, they just had a big sign that said Sweet Tea. Oh. And it reminded me of when I worked at Popeye's.
1: Because uh, Southern again. Yeah. Mm.
0: Chicken and Biscuit. I worked at Popeye's Chicken and Biscuit.
1: Oh, see, it's... I think you're doing a double reverse backflip uh, endorsement now. It's like, this is actually good advertising for them? I'm not sure.
0: <laughs> no, it's just me stating a fact. I'm just name dropping.
1: <laughs> yeah, your famous friend, Popeye. <laughs> so, let me tell you about, uh, I just went to Ikea and we bought a ton of stuff and I felt super bad about it because I guess I'm supposed to. I don't know. This is what the culture at large just told really? me. Really? Well, I don't know. Okay, um, so
0: what's your, why do you immediately have like, a I feel bad for shopping in there at at an Ikea vibe.
1: The, well, Thanks. the very first reason is because I had to move everything in on one day. It was the policy of this place that I just moved into, which is real dumb, and we don't need to get into it. But basically, I couldn't do my normal thing, which is uh, you know have a bed or whatever, and then just slowly pick things up off Craigslist that I decide I need. Mm-hmm. And so instead, uh, I, I drew a floor plan in Microsoft Visio, Good. and then I had to like figure out exactly what we needed, and then we bought everything in Ikea because... Well, they just kind of have something that fits in every possible niche. For mm-hmm. instance, uh right now I'm sitting in a closet because that's my recording space, and they have a desk that folds down to lean against the wall and then folds back up to you know, uh it mounts on the wall. Okay. And so they had a perfect thing for that. And um so my the reason I didn't like it was because I could have saved a lot of money if I'd just gone on Craigslist. Because as cheap as okay. cheap as uh as IKEA furniture is I mean, I think the dirty secret is furniture is crazy expensive, like, compared Mm. to normal purchases. So, Ikea furniture, while cheaper than actual furniture, is still crazy expensive. Like, it was like $1,000, you know? Yeah. I mean, Mm. not for the desk, for everything, but...
0: No. Okay, that's really interesting. Um, Because for me, when I do eventually start to buy furniture, because all of my furniture is hand-me-downs right now... um,
1: It's a good way to do it.
0: Oh, yeah. No, I mean, because, like, otherwise this furniture wouldn't get used. And anyway, so the reason I would feel bad at IKEA is because, like, when you buy a piece of furniture, because it is such an investment, it should, like, reflect part of, like, who you are or who you you wish to be, kind of like all of your other possessions. It's a very American, like, point of view, I understand. But that's kind of how I feel about it, and I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing or if I should love myself or hate myself from that. I'm just going to let it be for now. We can talk about it later.
1: (laughs) Uh, Well, you should love yourself. Um... (laughs) Because what else do we have in this world? But Aww. oh, I guess um, <laughs> because. But but I no no I I think you're right. So the issue that people bring up about IKEA furniture is that so generally if you if you were to have like a real moving service you weren't doing it like I do it which is like you know twelve trips in my tiny Toyota Corolla. Yes. Yeah. I'll oh be a God. grown up Just someday. Get a someday.
0: Moving service? No, come on. It's like three hundred dollars.
1: Bah, forget it.
0: You probably spent that in gas.
1: Um, so, yeah, if you were to have a moving service, generally the advice is it's not worth moving your IKEA desk, just buy another one. And the reason is because IKEA, one of their big innovations is flat pack. So, this is why you have to assemble everything, is because all they've done is press everything into the smallest volume possible. And, and if two, they have to. Two dimensions, yes. Yeah, if they have to disassemble it, so be it. Um, and so, generally, it is cheaper to have gone through the entire Ikea supply chain and then go pick something up in your co- Toyota Corolla uh, and bring it home and reassemble it than it is to move an already assembled piece of Ikea furniture f- with a moving service um, and so what this creates is the, the furniture is super disposable and you're never gonna like be in love with it because uh, who cares but they're like this is the design place like the more I, I, I read about Ikea it's like if if you're, like, really into design, just, like, in the idea of the, this process of, well, okay, what do we need? Okay, what's the best way to do that, given the the uh, materials we have on hand? Ikea kind of seems like the place to go. Like, you can do that in, in very, you know, there's, obviously, there's sound design, there's uh, uh, what, what we do, you know, chemical engineering design, um, but, like, in its most distilled form, it kind of seems like Ikea might be the, the most aggressive version of that. Um and so they're doing a really good job at making these sort of economical, I don't know, like, it's very yeah. efficient. You know, they give you what you need. Yes. Hmm.
0: Yes. And I feel like you're losing an opportunity to, um, I guess, make an artistic decision.
1: <laughs> I suppose that's true. Um, look, maybe we should touch on this then. The, uh, the Have you seen this IKEA hacks website? No. So this is, this is basically Legos for grown-ups with Ikea parts. Oh, uh, lordy. And so what you do is, I mean, you know, when you get down to the practicalities of things, yeah, everyone would love to build, well, not everyone, I would certainly love to build my own furniture that I specially designed out of just raw materials, wood and metal and tools. Um, no, you're
0: not alone in that. Yeah, that's, no, because yeah I, I th- would love to be able to do that.
1: I think I could make something that's perfect for me instead of trying to find something off the shelf that's close enough.
0: And also there's something admirable about doing things with your hands. Is there,
1: is oh, yeah. that not just a bourgeois dream, Catherine Cogart?
0: It might be. I don't care. That's how I feel. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I really felt like um, when I learned to knit, for example, mm. like the action of doing something with my hands, it made me more patient as a human being. And like, just it was a good activity to just have something to do with your hands that you're not just totally 100% in your head about. Does that yeah. make
1: sense? No, no, no. I, I agree with that. I, I don't know that it's necessarily admirable, but I certainly, uh, I like the feeling. Um,
0: something, it's something that I overly romanticize.
1: Uh, well, we've all got our things.
0: We all have our things. I No, I, I
1: certainly, um, I, I totally get that just because it feels good. I don't know. I'm a, a high energy, distractible person. And so when I have to sit and focus on a problem... Uh, unless it's totally grabbing my attention, there's always a part of my brain going like, let's do something else. And so working with my hands is very, you, it, uh, biochemically, it, it feels good. I just feel like, you know, now I'm in the pseudoscience, but, uh, but I feel like the right, the right chemicals come into my body and I feel okay.
0: Okay. So Ikea hacks, I want to know more about this.
1: Yeah. Well, so it's just a website, uh, what we'll have in the show notes, um, where basically you build your own things out of the IKEA parts because as much as we would all love, which where I was starting here, was as much as we would all love to build everything totally raw, like cut down our own tree and like, you know, <laughs> whittle the wood exactly right. <laughs> you know, sometimes you can do pretty well with just like IKEA's parts are pretty good. The particle board, notwithstanding, it's nice that there's already things with pre-drilled holes and those little uh, wooden dealies that you use to connect things and the, you know, and so you can make interesting furniture that reflects yourself using IKEA parts. Interesting. Yeah, and so people do this, and they post their pictures and instructions on how to remake it. And so what what it ends up reminding me of is the exact same community that developed around Legos when I was like twelve, and I got Lego magazine, which was half catalog for Legos and half um, other people's interesting projects they made and how to remake them.
0: Interesting.
1: Yeah. So maybe maybe there is a maybe there is a place for you here.
0: I love the Lego comparison. I really do. I think that's oh, great. it's the exact
1: same thing, and it's um, it's uh, a Scandinavian, to boot.
0: <laughs> Is Denmark Scandinavia? Uh, yeah.
1: Great. We'll be right back on the Doom to Fail podcast. <laughs> okay we're back so let's talk about um, Ikea totally blew my mind with again and, and we went on this at length uh, about Ikea's belief that they can design better than you essentially right? yes uh, but I want to I talk about some specific examples of that to the point where it's kind of Machiavellian like the level of detail they've gone into this where it was just like design design I design like
0: that. <laughs> I like that yeah it's uh, almost It. I hate to Bring in the Hitler comparison. I'm sorry. I'm no, nope, no. It, it was going
1: to happen anyway because Ingvar Kamprand was briefly a member of the Nazi party.
0: Yeah, that uh, doesn't surprise me because it's almost like an Aryan approach to design. Well, see, but okay. Like, so you're... this is the design that should, this is what design should be like, and we expect accept no other form of design.
1: Well, okay. So I, I think it's it's a little unfair to go straight to the emotional core because obviously the Holocaust was one of the worst things that has ever happened, but the impulse that uh that he's coming from not not the nazi thing and all that but the impulse of like this is the best design like i can see where he's getting that uh and, and to his credit he's not like trying to stamp out other design houses <laughs> um yes. but uh yeah, yeah i mean listen if if you get if you get 100 people together or t- you know a multinational corporation together and just say let's think as hard as possible on this for as long as we can you know what, you are going to have great design, and IKEA does have great design. They've got their economics down pat. like I said, they're they've figured out what most people need. They don't you know they don't have the long tail because that's impossible, but they do a good job. like let's not let's not uh, be too mean to these guys and just call them Nazis I mean, right out.
0: Hi, <laughs> okay, so I really wish there was something else that I could go with. <laughs> <laughs> that I could compare them to that's not as emotional. <laughs> but it is sort of this, like, and you say, well, they're not stamping out other design firms, but I will be damned if they didn't drive uh, a firm or two of, like, well-meaning, artistic, like, fu- people who are interested in making functional designs that work for, for people's furniture.
1: Well, um. okay, so... Firstly, I mean, yeah, you're right. Ikea is the third largest consumer of wood in the world. What? Maybe we should have led with that, but it goes that's Home crazy. Depot, Lowe's, Ikea. Um, yeah. And Home Depot and Lowe's literally sell wood. And so, <laughs> <laughs> um, So yeah, no, 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 no. I mean, the scale of this thing, uh, I, I wish I had more numbers because, uh, the, you know, the more I, I read about this, it's like they're trying to be everything. Like, that's absolutely true. Yeah. But I have, I have trouble begrudging them the fact that they want to grow. Like, if, if you've chosen the metric of success to be, well, how successful are our designs and how much money do we make, then what am I supposed to do? Tell them, like, no, you can't.
0: Well, I, okay. No, that's a good point. That's a good point. But I do think it's a shame that um, it breeds sort of, a, or IKEA can breed sort of like a narrow-minded point of view when it comes to furniture, For example, I need to buy a new bed at some point. Mm -hmm. Now, I could go to Ikea and buy a bed, and that's an option that I've considered, just buy a bed, Mm because it'll be reasonably priced. Um, Or I could go to, like, a a boutique furniture shop and buy, like, a bed with, like, weird-ass lion head bedposts or something that I thought was ridiculous, because it's gilded and weird and something that I really like. But if I were... um, a lazier person, I would probably just go to Ikea.
1: Now you're being a little harsh because uh, there's the laziness and then there's also uh, the cost. I mean not everybody and can go cost. to a boutique. Let's not That's let's true. not fool ourselves. That's
0: true. And I mean I could go to IKEA, but if I if I wait like twice the amount of time, I could just go and get like a bed that I will value for twenty years.
1: I suggest Craigslist. Um, but then again, oh, that's, yeah. that's another thing with the, you know, my, my philosophy is uh, I, I'm not a place in my life where I'm willing to buy things that I will have for 20 years unless they are very small and easily moved because I'm not going to live in one place for the next 20 years. That's true. And so uh, my philosophy is more like, well, buy things for cheap, sell them for cheap. You know, keep, keep it in the cycle. Don't throw it out. But like, so I'm, I'm big on Craigslist. Um, I'm pretty famous on Craigslist. But uh, are you Craig? <laughs> he does live in San Francisco. He's just some guy. It's so weird. He's like In some beard, some yeah. like pudgy dude with glasses and bald. Yeah. So the thing is, though, I don't know what we're or, talking okay, about. Okay. So IKEA? here's the
0: flip side of the coin. Who's this? Here is the flip side of the coin that I might be overlooking. Maybe the fact that IKEA exists, and it is so fascinating to pretentious jerks like you and me, that maybe by bringing attention and being... Like, we are consciously making a decision, like, no, or at least I am consciously making the decision, no, I don't want the status quo, I want something more, I'm putting more thought into the creativity than I would have otherwise.
1: Well, this is the deal, right? So, Like,
0: I'm seeking so, to di- for- differentiate myself even more.
1: Let's take a behavioral economics point of view, which is that people are just going to do whatever strikes that correct balance of, you know, they will pay the amount that they value whatever it is. And so some people who want to buy at Ikea won't value a crazy gilded lion head. And so they'll pay a lot less. You know, like I said, I was astounded at how much furniture actually costs. And so in my head, I was like, geez, even this Ikea stuff is expensive. Forget it. Uh, I I don't even want to go to a boutique. It would just, (laughs) my head would fall off. Uh, (laughs) And and so I think we're, we're... this is maybe indicative of a larger point that I think about a lot because podcasts um being a consumer and creator of podcasts is like there's no way to make money on these things because no. No. I you know I'm not going to pay for it like there were very few podcasts that I would think you know what I would pay $2 an episode or something like that it's not a oh, real God, thing
0: no. right yeah.
1: exactly <laughs> and so but at the same time I value podcasts a lot um And so it's this weird juxtaposition, and and maybe what we're talking about here really is the settling out and the coming into equilibrium of how much we value certain things. So if we're, you know, IKEA at first seems super great, um, but then eventually when everyone has the exact same stuff, you you come to value uh, gilded lion heads a lot more. And so now you're yes. willing to pay the increased cost of it because there's two sides of it. I mean, there's the market side, which is what can I charge for this? And then there's mm-hmm. just the supply side, which is like, how much does it cost to make? It's right. the same thing with biofuels, uh, which, which you and I are certainly familiar with. Yes. Uh, guess what? So- biofuels cost more to make than people will pay for them. They just do. But a certain... Well, I mean, we can keep working on it, but currently they do. Um, and so my theory is like, well... We're going to get to a point where gas is expensive enough or the environmental impact becomes valuable enough to people that we will pay more. Yeah. So, well,
0: good job describing my macroeconomics, Tim.
1: This <laughs> I mean, it doesn't fit into the, the IKEA thing, though.
0: Oh, no, it does. Completely. We'll cut it
1: out. You know what? Scrap it. Okay. <laughs> right, we'll mind. be back on the Do to Fail podcast. we're back. Catherine, I want to steamroll you with these crazy Ikea facts because Kay. there's, they're too many and they're too crazy and we can't not mention them. Kay. All right. Number one, the design is not just about the furniture. It's about the store itself. Now there's a reason that these stores are such a crazy experience and that people talk about them. It's because they're always far away because they design them where land is cheap and then they're huge and they control every aspect of your shopping experience. So for instance, um, When you walk into an Ikea showroom, what you do is there's sort of a long, curvy path, and they make you walk through the entire store. So you see everything. There's no way to just go to what you want. There are these little, like, hidden shortcut doors that allow you to make quick trips, but for the most part, you're forced to view everything they have to offer.
0: Okay, question. Mm hmm What happens if I climb over the furniture, like, to get to what I need to get to?
1: No, no, they're legitimately walls in the way. What? Yes. This is, it's okay. a, it's a vast, vast uh, showroom that has walls in the way. Interesting. And there are doors. They're
0: like glass, they're like plexiglass or something?
1: No, no, they're real walls. And okay. usually there's furniture up against it. There's like a demonstration room of like, ooh, what if you wanted to have a room for an eight-year-old child or what have you. Interesting. Um, in addition to that, so, the, what the walking. What
0: if I tried to parkour across Ikea?
1: It would be, it would be a little interesting, um, but I don't think the obstacles are diverse enough for it to matter. Oh, okay. Just saying. Sorry. Okay. No. <laughs> There's no. better places to parkour. Do something more extreme. Skateboard in a volcano. Come on.
0: There are better um, places to parkour.
1: Yeah. Put that in a bumper sticker.
0: That's our tagline.
1: Mhm. Um, but then they make the halls really windy, and they do that on purpose too. And they take this actually from 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 urban design. Because uh, they're trying to keep you interested in what's right in front of you all the time. They're trying to make everything seem small and close. Okay. Which is the same thing. You have no, like, breathtaking vistas. You're just trying to keep you right there in the moment at all times. Okay. And and I want to stress that this is all very purposeful. There's company memos about this. Um, Interesting. They suggest that they're trying to emphasize unplanned purchasing, which gets into probably my favorite thing I've ever heard, which is a concept they exercise called Bula Bula. Which is, uh, oh man.
0: Isn't that like a Muppet song or something?
1: Uh, you're thinking of Gullah Gullah Island? The one with the frog.
0: No. This is a song. This is definitely a song. It's playing in my head.
1: Care to share? Nope. Alright. So the Bulla Bulla concept is basically, you jumble items into a big bin. So if you've got small things, not furniture, but like, uh, things that you could pick up, um, you jumble them in a big bin and that makes them seem really inexpensive. Because does, yeah. Yeah, because now you're like, oh, seven ninety nine. There's like, 50, let's get four or five. And so that's how they try to emphasize unplanned purchasing. And what I think is interesting here is we were just talking about your Mac earbuds. Isn't this the exact opposite plan of the Mac yes. store? Yes, exact Where opposite. Everything yeah. is hyper-organized to make it seem crazy valuable.
0: Uh-huh, uh-huh. That's
1: weird, right? I like, I like that both weird. versions work.
0: I think that they want your Mac product to last a long time. Like, that's a big thing. Like well, your Mac product will last forever, but you're going to love the so the next version so much that you're going to throw it in the garbage <laughs> so that you can get the next one because it is so much better. That's sort of what they're going for. Could be. Um, they don't last I forever, th- but meh. No, they don't. Um but they do last like longer than any other electronic.
1: Hmm. That's a bold statement, Catherine. Bold statement.
0: <laughs> no, it's true. Compare my Mac to my PC, it's uh it's ugly.
1: So we need to talk about product names. Uh, so Ingvar Kamprent, the founder of IKEA, was dyslexic. And so he found it easier, instead of trying to keep track of complex co- product codes, to just name them. And so I just, oh, there's such a strange whimsy about it. and
0: It is very whimsical.
1: Maybe it's, I, I mean, maybe what strikes me about it and how it fits into the whole IKEA thing is that it brings together um, the personification of designed objects really seems to be getting at the heart of what ikea thinks is so important about design Mm -hmm. you know it's it's saying this is everything but uh so chairs are men's names bookcases are occupations bathroom stuff are bodies of water i like that and there's plenty more but my favorite ever is uh, i have two of these chairs (laughs) sitting in our bay window uh the Ektorp jenny lund is (laughs) just the best parlor chair ever Ektorp Jenny Lund. <laughs> I don't even say the chair. Like, when we're at home, it's just like, oh, do you want to go sit in the Ektorp Jenny Lund and, like, read a book? That's
0: what IKEA wants you to do.
1: <laughs> it's the best name, Catherine. <laughs> Ektorp Jenny Lund. Okay. So, what else? IKEA featured gay couples in their uh, catalogs as early as 1994. Because yeah. we're talking about, you know... This is where it gets tricky is uh, we're talking about how much design they and like how much they're trying to ram things down your throat. But at the same time, they're trying to do a good job. I mean, they are aggressively egalitarian. That's where they're coming from. Yeah. So no, incidentally, uh, Ingvar Kamprin wrote a very, very long apology letter when it came out that he uh, had pr- pretty briefly uh, been part of the Nazi party. Oh, yeah. He felt pretty bad. I don't know that that says sure. a good or bad thing about him. I, I
0: mean, it's a, it's pretty easy to get sucked into. It was.
1: <laughs> you're talking it's from personal experience.
0: Still easy to get sucked into.
1: And finally, the best thought that I thought I had was: is is this not just the pop music of furniture? Yes. So you're talking about individuality. That's what yes. we stress here, right? And I like- think
0: of pop music as being junk food for your ears, and that it's enjoyable to consume. But, like, not really, it doesn't really broaden your horizons. And IKEA is like junk food for your house. Like, you're not broadening your house's, like, um. What am I trying to say here, Tim? You know what I'm getting at, don't you?
1: Uh, horizons.
0: Broadening your house's (laughs) horizons. You're not broadening your horizons in interior decorating at all. I mean, you're kind of hitting that IKEA status quo, which is respectable and impressive, but, um,.
1: Well, I, I think I think we ought to say this, um, because in, 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 intrinsic in, in in your argument, and I, I think in why anyone would devalue pop music or IKEA or all that is that different and broad horizons are an important and good thing in all aspects of life. And I, that's a difficult debate to have, um, but that that is part of it. So, like you know, let's call that if A then B, then this is it's, the problem with it.
0: Okay, yeah, it's uh, the value of diversity
1: yeah in 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 furniture but yeah it's it's uh popular through neutrality. That's the thing I always say about pop music is that it doesn't offend anybody, and so that's why everyone can like it just enough and I think ikea's doing the same thing. Oh, I have one more fun thing okay, so the IkeA in Shanghai became uh-huh. a hot spot for couples to meet. It was like a meat market. i know Whoa. I don't know why <laughs> I bet they don't know why either. But they went with it. This is, this is what's beautiful about it. And maybe why they're not so bad is that they decided to just make a matchmaking corner of their store.
0: That's adorable. Okay. Yeah, that's cool. That's I cool. really, I
1: wish that, uh, you know, all the people complaining about how bad the bar scene is and all that. Don't you just wish we could have a nice, warm, cozy, cozily decorated Ikea to, like, have some hot cocoa and chat with someone while sitting in an Ektorp Jenny Lund? I bet you meet nice people at an Ikea.
0: I bet you do. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Ah, hey, that was the show this week. Please come back next week. We are always glad to have you around.
0: She sees what Bye. she wants to see. Bye.
1: Bye.